Welcome to TED In Your Head, the 10-minute podcast created exclusively to help you eliminate bad habits and success-limiting fears and beliefs so that you too can win at life and business. Your host is Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. On this show, we tackle the trash and talk some truth to transform your mind. Let's check it out and welcome your host, Ted Moreno. Hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Ted in Your Head podcast. I'm Ted Moreno, and uh, if you don't know already, I'm a certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. I've been in private practice. I'm in my 17th year, and I help people at a subconscious level to let go of things in their mind that are holding them back. Usually it's uh, beliefs that don't serve them anymore. Oftentimes, it's uh, conditioning from the past that holds people back because they don't have the confidence or they don't feel they have a value or they're not worth putting time and effort into for their own personal self-development and or their goals. The idea being that we have a large repository of associations and memories called the subconscious mind. And then we have the conscious mind, which is a relatively small part of our mind. And many times these two parts of the mind can come into conflict. Conscious mind wants one thing consciously. We have goals, dreams, and desires. Relatively small part of our mind, but the subconscious mind could want something else. And typically what the subconscious mind wants is how it's always been. And if how it's always been is lack of confidence, failure, anxiety, depression, or a belief that it can't happen for you, well, many times that 88 to 90% of the subconscious mind is going to win out, keep you stuck in those behaviors that don't move you forward. And as a hypnotherapist, that's the wheelhouse that I work in, the area of the subconscious mind. And if that's something you're interested in, something you want to talk more about with me, I'll tell you how to get in touch with me, but for now, let's get into today's show. The lessons in illness. The lessons in illness. So if I look back to when I was about 20, 21 years old, I had terrible, terrible back problems. There was a a number of reasons for this, which I will discuss later, but I had these, these terrible lower back problems. I was always in pain. I'd get up, unable to move. Even my chiropractor that I was seeing at the time said, you know, you're, you're too young to be having these problems. So I did the only thing that I could think of to do, which was to, to start doing daily stretching. He gave me a a paper with some stretches on it. And then later on, somebody gave me a, a yoga book. So I really would do literally an hour of stretching out every day before I went to work, because that was the only way I could get some, feel some flexibility in my body. Fortunately, uh, my back problems went away, but the daily habit of stretching, particularly yoga, stayed with me to this day. So I've been stretching daily and and doing yoga for probably over 30 years now, and it has served me well. And I'm able to look back at this point and say, you know, I I probably wouldn't have this daily regimen of, of, of these health activities, such as stretching, if I hadn't had those back problems. Also, what was discovered was uh, I had flat feet. 
So now I wear orthotics and um, that's really uh, allowed me to have a better posture. And of course, (laughs) brought home the importance of quality shoes, which again, I never would have thought about. I hadn't had these back problems. Another thing that has happened to me is I've had um, some eye issues, some autoimmune problems uh, with my eyes. And uh, when, when this first started to happen, it was very, very, um, I didn't know what was going on. And it really caused me a lot of anxiety until um, I understood what was going on and, and learned how to manage it and control it. And uh, a number of the doctors that I was working with through this eye condition said, you know, the best thing for you to do is to get out and walk every day. So that would be helpful if you, if you went out and walked every day. So I said, okay. So I started walking every day, a habit that I have until this day. So I can say that my own experiences of, uh, of illness and, and problems with my body were really gifts that allowed me to put more time and effort into my health and well-being and to begin to cultivate daily practices that have served me well. So there is something positive to be had in illness and physical problems as as well as diseases. In the book called The Wisdom of Illness by Gregory Lubkin, he writes, Serious illness or injury is a gift that brings us back to the moment if we are brave enough to embrace it. It helps us to develop and maintain humility to the extent we can acknowledge and respect the limitations that it imposes. Those limitations may be physical, emotional, and or mental. We might feel disheartened by pain. We might be unable to do things that we used to do routinely. We might feel envious of others who do not suffer our limitations, but we could also honor our own experience and appreciate what we do have, what does work for us even the basic experience of being alive in the moment. So I think that's such um, an amazing quote filled with the wisdom of illness, which is, I guess, the name of the book. The fact is we will meet sickness and poor health in this life. That is a certainty. But the question I always ask when I'm encountering a health problem, and thankfully I don't have many, but I always ask, you know, what, who do I want to be in the face of this? health challenge or or in the face of this period of sickness? Who do I want to be in the face of this? Do I want to be brought down? Do I want to be hopeless? Do I want to be angry, irritable, hateful? Of course not. No, that's not who I want to be. I want to be somebody that can overcome my challenges and, and problems. And another really good question that I ask myself is, what can I learn from this experience of illness or poor health? And these are good questions, good questions to ask yourself. And I would suggest to you that very often, wherever in our body the illness shows up, points to the thing we need to look at. In my own case of of very, very serious back problems, it's my belief that a lot of these back problems were caused about my worry about money. And I, I didn't have a whole lot at that time. And I was always worried about money, always scrounging and scraping for money. And I believe that that was reflected in my back and my, my inability to support myself. And certainly our spine and our backs are our means of support. So once I started making more money and once I started getting a handle on my finances, the back problems went away. 
There's no doubt that there were physiological issues uh, with my back and my spine, but I have to believe that the worry and agitation about not having enough money just made everything worse. There's something called organic language when we say things like, that makes me sick to my stomach, or that gives me a headache, or that makes me sick, or what a pain in the ass, for instance. You know, these language patterns are indications of the mind-body connection, that what we feel emotionally shows up in our body. And I do believe that much of the uh, illness and disease and, and poor health that people experience are in part or totally related to emotional things that are going on. I knew somebody that said, what a pain in the ass, so much all the time that he actually ended up with a pain in his ass. And it would be something he would say all the time, what a pain in the ass, what a pain in the ass, what, over and over and over about everything, and ended up with a, with a pain in the ass. And somebody, um, this is a story I heard secondhand, but somebody actually had the, the nerve to tell him, look, did you ever consider this pain in your ass comes from the fact that you're always using that phrase? That would be something to, to think about. In hypnotherapy training, we learn about body syndromes and the idea that, that uh, illness or discomfort or pain in each part of the body points to a, a particular emotional origin. Don't want to get into body syndromes right now, but if you have any questions about that, you can contact me and I'll, I'll get you some information about that. So when it comes to illness or, or, or disease or pain, the tendency is to escape, of course, as human beings. We want to pursue pleasure and avoid pain. And sometimes we can get to the point where we, we begin to hate our bodies or you know, feel sorry for ourselves and ask, why is this happening to me? Uh, and we can get so caught up in our own minds about, you know, the suffering as, as opposed to the pain, right? So let's make a distinction between pain and suffering. You know, suffering is the emotional turmoil we go through. Pain is the physical sensation of it. But we can have pain without suffering. But very often the two go together. And when we're in that place of pain and suffering because of what's going on in our bodies, it's easy to go into hypnosis. We've talked about this before on previous podcasts, the idea that that overwhelm that comes from pain or, or, or sickness or disease is overwhelming. And when we're overwhelmed, we go into hypnosis and then we become suggestible to our own negativity, which makes the problem even worse. I'm not saying we have to love what we're going through. There's no doubt that physical pain and illness and disease is a huge, huge challenge in our lives. But if we can be present to our challenge, if we can maintain hope, then we are going to have a more powerful approach to our own healing. You know, even people that are faced with terminal illnesses are able to find peace and healing even if there's no cure. Sickness forces us to attend to ourselves, to pay attention to perhaps aspects of our health that we haven't been paying attention to. Sickness and illness force us to care for ourselves. 
and allow others to care for us as well. From illness, we can learn humility and compassion. We can also gain strength, patience, and determination. It's hard in the midst of illness and the toll it takes on us financially and emotionally, and of course physically. Sometimes, for most people, it's the toughest thing that they'll ever deal with. But there is a lesson in everything I choose to believe. And if we're sick, if we're in pain, if we're going through a disease process, I believe that if we look for the lesson, if we look for what we can gain, then we will find it. So I invite you to approach poor health, sickness, and disease. Approach it powerfully. You may have to go through some time of feeling sorry for yourself or grieving your lack of health or being angry at God. Or you may have to go through all of that. That's, those are natural, normal emotions that we're all going to experience. But I invite you to, as soon as you can, ask yourself, who do I want to be in the face of this? How can I begin to look for a solution to this? How can I affect my own healing? How can I reach out to professionals that may be able to help me? And that more powerful approach to your, whatever your challenge is, physically or emotionally, that first step is is the beginning of healing. So there you go. I hope this was helpful. And if you want to talk about how hypnotherapy might help, tedmoreno.com is my website. Click on the contact menu. And tedinyourhead.com is the web page on my website for more information about my podcast, Ted in Your Head. And I'm out there on social media. Stop by and say hello. Let me leave you with a quote by Eleanor Roosevelt. In this quote, she refers to Franklin, who, of course, is FDR Franklin Delano Roosevelt, uh, the president at the time. And Eleanor Roosevelt, his wife, said, Franklin's illness gave him strength and courage he had not had before. He had to think out the fundamentals of living and learn the greatest of all lessons, infinite patience and never-ending persistence. And if you don't know, uh, FDR suffered from polio and uh, other afflictions that had him wheelchair-bound for the uh, last part of his life. So really a, a, a great quote for what we're talking about today. So take good care of yourselves, and uh, we will speak soon. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Ted In Your Head. If your bad habits and limiting fears and beliefs prevent you from achieving the success you want, it's time to take out the trash, talk some truth, and transform your mind. To learn more about how Ted can personally help you win at life and business, visit www.tedmoreno.com. That's www.tedmoreno.com. Thanks to Dimitri Rosti and Isaac Taylor, for their help in producing this podcast. See you next time on the Ted in Your Head podcast.